If you are digging back through the Photo Business Help Catalog, which you must be if you're hearing this message right now, keep in mind that technology changes and our offerings change. So any links that you might hear me mention during this episode you're about to hear may not work anymore. Make sure you head to photobizhelp.com forward slash links for all of our current links and offers. That's photobizhelp.com forward slash links and ignore the things that you hear in this episode today because they might be outdated. Everything you need is at photobizhelp.com forward slash links. After over 10 years full-time as a lifestyle photographer, I've discovered eight things that every photographer should do to build and grow a strong photography business. If you would like to strengthen your business in 2021 and learn more about the eight things that have helped me build a solid photo biz, head to photobizhelp.com forward slash eight things. That's the number eight things. That's photobizhelp.com forward slash eight things to get your copy of the eight things that I've done over the last 10 years to build a successful lifestyle photography business. That's photobizhelp.com forward slash eight things. This is the Photo Business Help Podcast, a place for photographers who want to earn money with photography and live a better life. I'm your host, Natalie Jennings. Since going full-time in 2010, photography has brought me more freedom, income, and opportunities than I ever imagined. It's been so positive for me that I want to show you everything I know. You'll learn more than just businessy things, though, including my favorite ways to be mindful and happier on this journey. You're tuned in to the Photo Business Help Podcast. I'm Natalie Jennings. Welcome, welcome. This is right around episode 170. I say right around because I batch record these. And sometimes when I go back and edit them and publish them, I decide to swap one out for the other. And I found that it might be easier if I don't always identify exactly what episode we're on. But that is a lot of episodes, and it's really fun to look back over the year and uh, and just kind of see what happens when you do a little bit at a time. You've probably heard me mention this a lot, especially if you've been following along for a while or if you've worked with me, but I like to think of things, especially in business, like growing your hair out. So, you know, you might not notice much, you know, the first month even. But if you consistently keep coming back to it every day or or just even part of every day, you'll notice a lot of gains after you look back a few months later or a year later. I like to remind myself of that. I also think it's important to remind ourselves of that when we're faced with this New Year's pressure. It's something that I've talked about before, but it definitely annoys me a little bit just because I think that we should have this attitude of wanting to accomplish things and wanting to be consistent with the things that are important to us all year. So not just New Year's, although it's a really nice reset button for some of us that need it. Anyway, speaking of things to do and being consistent with our tasks, today I'm going to talk about two ways that you can get the most out of your to-do list. Sounds super boring, but it's something that I think is really important, and this can be really, really helpful if you're one of those people that really struggles with a long to-do list with lots of things on it. 
and you kind of just sit down and get ready to work and you just sort of stare at it and you get distracted by social media and then you sort of pick away at the list or maybe you just stare at the list like I do sometimes. Just stare at the list. Nothing really gets done, but it's nice to know that there's nice, neat rows of things to do in front of me. So I've found a couple of ways that really, really help me. First of all, just uh, I've mentioned this before as well, but I use Workflowy as a tool to make my list. This way it's on my phone, wherever I am, I can add ideas to it. It's just sort of a nesting tool. So you can create a topic, put some items underneath that and nest within those and nest within those and nest within those. You can share lists with people. And I find it to be one of the most wonderful ways to keep track of stuff because you can move items around. Each bullet point is flexible. So say you make a list of five things, you can make five number three and three number one and do whatever you want that way so you can keep things organized. And that's one of the things I wanted to address today. So I like to spend Sunday evenings or first thing Monday mornings looking through my list. And this usually takes me about 15 minutes, sometimes a little bit longer. And you're probably like, why would you just look at your list? But what I'm trying to do is figure out not only what's the most immediate thing that needs to get done, but which order I should do things in. So this is the first thing that I recommend you do in order to tackle your list a little bit better. And that is to order the items on your list in the order that they should get done. So what do I mean by that? When we create lists of things to do, most often we're just writing them down so that we don't forget to do them later. What happens when we do this is that we end up with a ton of different things that sometimes aren't related to each other and sometimes don't fall in a particular order. So if, for example, I need to update my website, I might write something down like find a new website theme, choose images for the new website, write new blog posts. But sometimes the write new blog post thing is the first on the list and the find the new website theme is the last on the list. But that's not really the most logical order to do things in because I need to have the website updated before I actually start putting new content onto it, if that makes sense. So take a look at your list and make sure that the things that you want to get done that day or that week are in a logical order. Another example of this is this podcast. Sometimes I'll have things like write new topic ideas, record new topic ideas, transcribe for the blog, publish on the blog. But if publish on the blog is one of the first things on the list and recording new podcasts is further down on the list, that's not really going to help me get things done in the right order. So I found this to be incredibly effective and super, super helpful when I have a lot to do. It helps me focus and see things in the order that they need to get done and do them in that order. The second thing that I think helps a lot when tackling a to-do list is to make sure that you break down your really big to-dos. So back to that website thing again, I might have the task of updating my website with new branding colors or something like that. That's a really big, it's not even a task, it's like a whole project. And so what you want to do is when you have those items on your list that are actually entire projects, not just tasks, you want to break them down into much, much smaller pieces. So what needs to happen first? What needs to happen second in order for you to chip away at that big task? Because if you're just staring at a list that's just a massive task, it's not going to help you get anything done. For example, at the end of the year, I usually do a year in review blog post of all of my favorite photos that I took that year. 
That is actually a huge task to have on a list. Do the year in review blog post. Well, that sometimes stares at me for many, many weeks because I just don't, it just feels really big. So some ways I could break this down would be look through January's photos and choose 10 favorites, et cetera, et cetera. Sketch out the copy for the blog post or write two paragraphs for the year in review blog post. That's another thing that I could do. So you can see that if you break down that bigger task into littler things that you can do a little each day or you know, set a timer and do some in the morning, some in the afternoon, whatever you need to do, it helps you tackle the big stuff. So break down the big stuff and then also remember to take your tasks every week or so and make sure they're in the right order so that you're not doing stuff that doesn't necessarily need to be done right now and making sure that you get to the stuff that's the most important for moving your business forward. That's all I have for you today. I hope you have a beautiful day. I have just wrapped up one of my big to-do tasks on my list, which was to add some new content, free resources, and other goodies to the Photo Biz Help website. So if you're looking to get started on building your photography business, or you already have one and you just want to grow it and make it better, there's something there for everyone, including these podcasts. There's free resources to download. There's a blog you can read through. There's different courses and freebies and all kinds of stuff. So head over to photobizhelp.com. Check out what we have there going into 2021. Remember in everything that you want to achieve, consistency is key. Have a great day.